friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Watchaholic, episode six, in fact. Today, we're going to be continuing with Rom-Com February, featuring romantic comedies with black-led casts. And this has been super fun to do because it's either brought me back to watching movies I loved from, like, the 2000s, or... It's also introduced me to new movies that I've never seen, like today's movie. But first, if you are new here, first of all, thank you for listening and welcome to The Watchaholic, a podcast all about the movies and TV shows we grew up watching and the ones that just premiered yesterday. My name is Melody and I am your host, coming at you from Vancouver, BC, every week with a new episode. And today's episode is all about 2002's Brown Sugar. Like I was saying before, I hadn't seen this movie before today, and let's just say it was a bit of a roller coaster. And like 30 minutes into it, I I didn't know if I was gonna like it. To be honest, I was a bit skeptical. But uh, before we dive into my thoughts on Brown Sugar, we have to get into our segment. Say what? Uh, so this week we have to talk about obviously the movie news. That has been released and one of the big things that happened last week was it was the Super Bowl Sunday and lots and lots of trailers for movies and new TV shows were released including and I must talk about these two. We have to talk about Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. The new trailer was released and it is looking so so good. Um, now to be honest I'm not a big fan of horror. I actually also was not a huge fan of just Doctor Strange the movie in general don't kill me it's not my favorite movie um but the character has grown on me over the last couple of avengers films i really like learned to really like the character and now there's like wandavision came out we learned so much more about wanda and now she's scarlet witch like there's just so much and these both characters are not going to be in a movie together there's horror elements it's being directed by sam raimi and oh my god it looks really weird the trailer I have no idea what was going on but it looks like it's going to be super duper fun there were some hidden little surprises there that people got super hyped for let's just say the Illuminati might be in this movie um we might be getting some x-men references it's gonna be really really good and I'm super super excited for this movie Wanda might be a villain I don't know I don't know how I feel about that because I love her so much but I'm just be so so sad if she ends up being like the big big villain in this movie but looks like we're kind of might have more than one version of every single character in this movie including like four different Doctor Stranges so we shall see the second thing that was released which I really want to talk about was the new Amazon Prime uh, movie excuse me television show Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Now that's going to be released in September and they released like a little teaser. And boy, was it a tease because I am so excited for it. It looks so, so freaking good. Oh my God, I cannot wait. I'm a huge, huge Lord of the Rings fan. So the idea that they're going to be making a TV series that is about way, way, way before the Fellowship, before the Kings, before everything like that is going to be really, really cool. It, it From the trailer, it just seemed like we're going to be meeting Galadriel, Elrond, um, just th- way before. I think it's uh, during the time when uh, everybody got the ring. So you're going to learn about humans and the dwarves and how they were all given rings and I guess how they all fell to the power of the ring and et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I'm really, really excited for this film. I know there's been a lot of backlash with 
just ridiculous people out there just being upset that there's people of color in this, that there's a black elf. I was just like, guys, just watch the series. It looks like it's going to be good. It looks awesome. Who the fucking cares? Who cares about this stuff? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't believe that there were actually some people that were upset about this. Um, but also this, the show, see, um, they had said is actually the most expensive TV series ever made. It was like cost like a billion dollars to make this show. So I hope to God that they knew that this was going to be an amazing show because if this show sucks, I can't even imagine like what those producers are going to be feeling because that was a lot of money that they put down for this film. I mean, for this TV series. So yeah. Uh, oof, that would be really, really bad. Okay, so I also want to talk about in my segment because in the last couple of uh, the last two episodes, I've also been concentrating on talking about a specific black actor or black actress of the month um, in order to really incorporate Black History Month here on my pod. Um, but this week, I'm, instead of focusing on one specific person, I wanted to focus on some different actresses out there because there are so many black actresses out there um, that are really, really or have been really, really killing the game over the last couple of years. And I think it's so, so important to talk about how awesome they are. So basically what I decided to do was I literally Googled black actresses of Hollywood and seeing all the lovely faces that would pop up. And as I was, as I was going through all the, all the faces, I was like, oh my God, I remember when you were just, etc. So uh, some some actresses I really want to highlight are Carrie Washington, who, as you may know, very famously from the show Scandal. Um, that's where she really got her big, like, blow up was from uh, that show. But I remember her. And if you are a 2000s early fan, you will remember her as, um, well, I don't remember her character's name. What was her name? And um, she was in So You, um, not So You Think You Can Dance. Wow. Save the Last Dance. No. <laughs> She played the character of Chanel, and oh my god, when I watched this movie, it was probably, it's been a hot minute, but when I saw the movie, I was like, oh my god, Carrie Washington is in this? I had like totally forgotten that she was in it. Woman has not aged. It She looks exactly the same, but she was so good in that, and that was in the early 2000s, and she is just killing it these days um we also saw uh whoopi gold i mean how could we forget whoopi goldberg of course amazing actress um i remember her from ghost i used to watch like ghost all the time this is an 80s movie if you haven't seen it where have you been living but uh she was so good in that this a, a great if just the color purple like the list goes on um we have gabrielle union obviously so Gabrielle Union you know we remember her as her big big break was from you know bring it on obviously amazing like 2000s film like come on bring it on uh, but also she was in a lot of movie from a lot of movies from like the late 90s early 2000s like she's all that she was in so many like rom-com teen films as like the side like black friend and good for her for her shining above that and just really killing it because she is she's killing it these days guys she's killing it we have um oh 
we have to talk about my girl jada pickett smith i absolutely love her she is also very very petite like me she's like 4'11 she's super short and i absolutely um love everything that she does not only is she just on um, no, she has her show red uh, red table talk which is an amazing show if you haven't seen it on facebook it's just so eye-opening and just talks about topics that are so important to talk about this day and age especially I love the fact that they talk about you know it's her her mom and her daughter talking about you know different issues going around in the world whether they be you know uh, black problems or just anything health wellness everything like that they were talking about on their show and it's just it's just fantastic um, a, a way to bring awareness to other people around the world. And lastly, I want to talk about Octavia Spencer. Now, Octavia Spencer, I remember seeing her. Now, this is a throwback. She was in this movie, and I don't know if a lot of people know it. This romantic comedy with Kate Bosworth and Josh Duhamel called Win a Date with Tata Hamilton. And she was a, she was like her friend who worked in the supermarket with her and and also, it also stars somebody else who's like super random and you would never even think. Jennifer Goodwin plays like her best friend. That movie is so like, I think just was thrown under the rate. Like just people forget about it because it's not like a amazing film. But I had that on DVD and Octavia Spencer was so funny in that. And whenever I saw her, like whenever I see her in films now, I'm like, wow. To think she probably had like three or four lines in that film and she's killing it. She's got an Oscar. She has got an Oscar. Okay. Keep on killing it, Octavia Spencer. Keep on killing it. Okay. So now we are going to get into the main segment of our episode today. I am ready. I hope you are. We are going to be talking about, like I said, Brown Sugar. Now, this movie was released on October 11th, 2002. So, a while ago. Yes. And uh, this movie stars Tay Diggs. Uh, Sh- I want to say her name wrong. Shauna. I think it might be Shauna Lathan. And of course, and I, and crazy thing going into this movie, I had no idea that Queen Latifah was in this as well. And I was watching it. I'm like, I was just watching the last movie I did on my pod was just right with Common and Queen Latifah and Common and Queen Latifah are both in this movie. Not in the same scene, like, Common is playing himself in the beginning of this movie, and Queen Latifah is obviously a, a different character, but she has not aged. I just want to throw that out there. She has not aged. Not at all. Uh, but the plot of this movie. So, let's get into that. So, also, like I had mentioned before, this was the first time I've seen this movie. I watched it today before filming this podcast. Um, I did some research on some movies that I wanted uh, to cover for the last two episodes and I was like okay I kind of want to watch a movie that I haven't seen yet and this one came up on the list of must-sees and I said okay let's do it so uh basically the plot of this movie is we've got Sydney's played by uh I hope I'm saying her, na- her name right Shauna Lathan and then we've got Dre who's played by Tate Diggs and basically they grew up loving hip-hop together they're like the first like they both met each other when they were really little and they grew up loving hip-hop and 
Bait and Laura, as you can say, they witnessed the birth of hip hop on a New York street corner together. Uh, but basically, the movie goes on. It's been about 15 years later, and she is now like a music critic, and he is like this like music executive, but just super duper unfulfilled because he has to sign all these hip hop artists that are just like very commercial and not like that natural raw talent that he remembers as a kid of what hip hop was. So he's just very unfulfilled and just not happy with his job at least you come to know that as time in the movie goes on um but yeah they basically also start to realize that they might not just love hip-hop they might also you know have feelings for each other but um so my initial thoughts on this movie and i will say i was a little bit taken aback at first (laughs) because it wasn't the formula that I was kind of expecting or what you would expect from a romantic film that says two friends who are friends like or two people who are friends for a very long time realize that they might have feelings for each other you might think that the way this movie goes is like a typical rom-com where you know one person meets is going to get married to somebody or is dating somebody and then the other person gets jealous and then movie progresses that the the scenes tense up because you start to see that they do have feelings where one person has more feelings for the other person etc and then it gets to the end of the movie and then they decide they can't marry the person because they want to be with the friend that is not how this movie went <laughs> at all um and i think it was it was about like 30 minutes into this movie and they had already kissed and he got married yeah, at that point, I was like, I'm, I'm very confused. It's only been 30 minutes. He's, he's, he's getting married. He's, he's married. Okay. It just moved so fast. And I just, at, at that point, I was like, okay, I don't know where this movie goes from here because it, there was no lead up to the big kiss. There was no lead up to, oh my God, there's feelings between them. There was no lead up to that. It was just like, they kind of kissed before the day of his wedding, which was, by the way, 30 minutes into this movie. And then the movie actually started. So initially I was a little bit worried about if I was going to like this. But I will say that it actually ended up being a good time. I I actually enjoyed the movie. It was funny. It was actually pretty funny. And uh, I wasn't expecting that because of the tone in the beginning of the movie. was very, it seemed more serious than, than comedic even though it's supposed to be it is a romantic comedy but I wasn't it didn't seem like that funny at first and then as the movie progressed it it did get funnier and I really have to credit Tay Diggs to that because a lot of the scenes that were really funny were because of him he really really sold it so um yeah I'll give this movie props because it really did bring the comedy and the romance so one of the reasons why like and I was I kind of mentioned this before was I thought it was really odd because they never really established the friendship that they had like like the only way they really established it was just you just seeing that she kind of knows him really well and she kind of annoys him at his meeting in front of all his friends and you can tell they have a friendship and the movie starts off with them as kids and they kind of meet and they're both like oh like you like hip-hop you know like you know they're just kids and they end up vibing off of that and and um really relating to each other in that aspect but you never really got the idea that they were really really best friends and it wasn't until he got married that you kind of saw that I was like oh oh okay so they actually are really best friends you know he 
after he's married, you know, he, he hangs out with her and talks to her and she supports him. And you could really see that friendship there. But I just, that was the only thing that really kind of bothered me was that I wanted that to be more of the, the center of it. And then it turns into romantic instead of it being like 30 minutes into the movie and her friend who is played by Queen Latifah is just like, oh, but what about, you know, Dre, you know? And then she's like, oh no, we're just friends. And then all of a sudden he proposes to a girl and she seems fine. Like I don't see any jealousy or anything like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, he's just, it's like the night before his wedding or something. And he's a little bit upset. So he comes to her house and then they like, they're like hugging. And then it's just like really weird. She like kissed him on the cheek and then they just started kissing. And I said, okay, this is weird. Like it just came out of nowhere to me. And I didn't like that. So I just feel like if they would have just, kind of established the friendship part and then added the romantic element I think I would have been more into the movie at first but here but there were some good scenes and I want to talk about the good scenes that I did see because we gotta say the good and the bad of the movies right so one of the good things or the good scenes that I really really enjoyed and a lot of comedic scenes obviously but there this there's this part where they're ha- um, having a party at Sydney's house and basically it's also the same scene where she funny enough gets engaged i know lots of marriages and engagements happening in this movie but um basically there's all these different scenes happening in the same like in the same area of the house so you've got like dre and sydney having a conversation back and forth out of this kitchen then you've had then like what they when they leave that you have dre having a conversation with the guy who he's like putting on his music label he is having a conversation which is really funny then they walk out then they two other characters walk into the same kitchen so it's like the whole scene just keeps mounting and mounting and mounting but it's in the same location and i thought that was a really um cool way to use the set um it was it was an interesting take and i actually really enjoyed all the conversations that we're having because they were really funny like they were funny conversations about you know the other person in the room that they're interested in or anything like that and then you have also Dre and Sydney who are kind of having this back and forth where he's kind of at that moment realizing like that he might have feelings for her and she's kind of like no like I'm not marrying him because I couldn't marry you and they're kind of like fighting but then in the end it ends up being like funny she's just like so mad and it ends up just being like a funny bit and then they just hug and it's really nice to see but then you also have his wife who's also in the room and she's seeing them hug and you also have the guy who she who Sydney's now being engaged to like watching this and they're like are they just friends like it's it's actually really funny and really really well done the staging of that scene and um then we also have a scene with Reese who is um Reese is the character of the wife of uh Dre's wife and basically they're both at this boxing class and they decide you know at this point she's like Reese is starting to realize like oh I think this girl's in love with my husband or you know she starts to get a little bit jealous so they're at this boxing class and they decide that they're like okay well I guess we'll just partner up and then they're like fighting each other like you know those things you want to hold on when you're like matching is that what it's called is that what it's called? I forget, what, I forget if that's what it's called. Uh, but, you know, those things that you put on your hand and the person punches. Um, so she's basically going back and forth, like, punching. And it's so funny because they're just both, like, 
saying like oh yeah everything's fine everything's fine but like she's like punching it we're punching it hard and then eventually the feelings really start to come out as to what's really going on um which is um, a really good acting technique actually which I loved about words are just words you have to read what is being said underneath the words and eventually you do get to that but I think it was a really well done scene where you really get to see these two characters um talk about or not talk about but just kind of just say like oh you know I'm not I'm not interested in him and she's like well I don't know I don't believe you and she's kind of she's not kind of she is right she's clearly in love with her husband she just hasn't admitted it to herself yet at this point in the movie um oh we also have two hilarious scenes with um what's his name with Tay Diggs aka Dre um when he's he calls he calls um Sid on a uh, while she's like at home coming back from the date with this guy that she ends up the one that she ends up being engaged to but it's like her first date and he like he's like calling her and he's like Sid Sid and he's like whispering because he doesn't want his wife to know that she that he's talking to her but it's actually like really funny because he's like trying to be like oh are you sure that he cooked for you did you see him actually cook for you none of that stuff's real he didn't cook for you like he's just trying to get in your pants and then she starts thinking like is that true like it's it's so funny oh I laughed I really really laughed on that one I, I I laughed hard it was funny and lastly we have a scene which is actually the scene when they finally have sex for the first time and and granted guys at this point in the movie it's like he's still married and she just got engaged and then they finally give in into each other and they have sex and then the next scene happens and she's like oh my god like this is bad like this is this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, like, we shouldn't be doing this, and the whole time, he's just thinking it's bad because the sex was bad, not necessarily this is bad because <laughs> they had sex when they're both technically with other people, and she kind of calls him out on the eight minutes that it lasted, and it's, it's just so funny because the whole time he's just like, wait, it was bad, like, why is it bad? Is it, was it, it wasn't that bad, and she's like, no, not that talking about like it's bad because I'm engaged and you have a wife like we shouldn't have done this and it's it's really funny real real funny but okay so um what I wanted to talk about um also well not also but one thing that really struck struck me in this movie that I thought was very interesting is that basically in the beginning of the movie he is a music executive basically he's the one who like scouts the talent and signs them um based on um what the whole uh, music company wants so like the head will be like yes we can sign them or no I don't want to sign them so for the whole beginning of the movie he's trying to sign this one guy but this guy is like no like you're not my vibe etc etc but he's most likely been doing this for a really long time at least the way he made it seem in the beginning of the movie is that this character has been in this position for a very long time you would think he would have a lot of money because he's like works in the music business or like you know signing you know talent and things like that but at one point in the movie he decides that he doesn't want to be a music executive for that company anymore because he doesn't want to continue to lie to himself about these people that they're bringing on that actually aren't real like hip-hop artists and he quits but he has like no money and he's like which I thought was very odd I was like did I miss something like his wife was like saying like oh like well I'm gonna have to take half your money like it was just like really weird like I just was confused as to why he didn't have any money out of 
being in that sort of position in the music industry I thought that was really odd but if you know that maybe maybe you know that if you do know me let me know because I really have no idea why he didn't have money I'm a, maybe I missed something I have no idea but anyway so all in all I thought the movie had a great ending um obviously they get together at the end and it's beautiful it's magical yay they get together obviously but um the actual ending in the movie was really nice because it did start and end very similarly 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 and it did kind of some uh the same basically because the way it opens up is you know Sydney as a little girl is walking to the park and she's hearing this like hip-hop music playing off radios in the park and everyone's listening and then she hears these two guys like riffing off each other like singing in the park or rapping and it's so cool and that's when she meets Dre as another little kid and they're both just like mesmerized so the way the movie ends is um the what's his name Dre's artist that he signed on has his first his first song like released in the radio and then it kind of zooms out into the people at the park listening to it on the radio and then there's like this little kid and this this little girl and this little boy on a bench and they're listening to it and you can see they're like bopping along they're like really really little but they're like bopping along and they're kind of looking at each other and then the movie starts to zoom out and it's it was really really cute and really really well done um because it just it mirrored that's what i wanted to say it mirrored the start of the movie um but also this movie really did take um a nice um i do want to talk about how i think it did really touch base uh, not touch base but i liked that it it really incorporated hip-hop and the culture and how important it was to these characters and i loved at the beginning of the movie it really showed um they like were interviewing different R&B artists and um, hip hop artists like talking about how hip hop influenced them as young artists themselves before they really made it. And I love that there's also like a narration that Sydney has where she is relating hip hop to real life to her because re- like she in throughout the movie she's also like writing a book which is um um. A memoir or love is a message of her love for hip-hop but she also incorporates it the the narration is incorporated obviously in regards to her falling in love or knowing that she's in love with dre with also talking about hip-hop and i really liked that um that weed um of the weeding of that together i thought that was really well done and i actually really enjoyed it um it was it made it very like beautiful very poetic but okay, so what would I rate this movie? Now the question I always ask myself when I'm thinking about rating a movie is would I watch this movie again? And the answer is probably not. Probably not the first movie I'd turn on if I'm like, oh, I really want to watch a rom-com today. Probably not. It's really, really, I mean, not that it, the date, the, the dated part bothers me because obviously I watch movies from the 90s and the 2000s all the time. Um, but actually speaking of that, Sorry, I forgot to mention one thing which I thought was super funny. Does anyone realize that when you watch movies from like the late 90s and early 2000s, especially rom-coms, maybe some dramatic films, they always like had really weird fade outs. Like they never knew how to like go to the next scene without it just going to the next scene. It always had to be like this weird like either the scene faded out or it just like randomly cut and then it was like 
black for like a half a second and then it went into the next scene the way this movie cut was really really odd like there'd be scenes where she'd be like you know narrating talking about hip-hop and then it it would kind of like freeze and then like slowly blend into the next scene and it was so weird but it was also so 2000s like such an early 2000s like cut in a film but I thought that was it's like wow this is this is dated this is this is showing how dated it is for sure but sorry back to my rating of the movie um I ended up like liking this movie like more than I thought I would when it first started because remember I mentioned that like 30 minutes in I was like whoa this is moving too fast and it makes it's very out of place I don't understand what's happening but it did get there um so I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten um I think I like I mentioned before I think I would have liked it if more if it really established their friendship more before the whole kissing thing I don't know that bothered me because I just didn't feel like the audience had earned it I feel like you have to earn it and I didn't feel like we earned it it was kind of just like no we need to move it we need to move the story along so that he can get married and then they're gonna realize it maybe that's what they wanted but I myself that threw me off and I didn't like it I wanted to be more involved into them as characters first but anyway so that is the end of today's episode the end of episode six of the watchaholic thank you so much for listening um i hope you're having a wonderful wonderful weekend and um, i will see you guys next week please do not forget to subscribe to my podcast please leave a review it really will help me um please rate the podcast as well and if you want to send me a dm let me know what movies you'd like me to cover or tv shows you'd like me to cover please send me a dm at the watchaholic podcast on instagram and yeah i'll see you in the next one bye